Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the informative and enlightening pages of How Big Things Get Done by Dan Gardner and Bent Flivbjerg. This captivating read explores the complex mechanisms behind the success and failure of large-scale projects. Gardner and Flivjerk, each a recognized expert in their respective fields of journalism, social trends and project management, join forces to give you an insider's view of why so many big projects falter while others succeed remarkably. The book is a treasure trove of real-life success stories and cautionary tales that can be applied to projects of any size and variety. Gardner, a well-known Canadian journalist and best-selling author, combines his expertise in social trends and psychology with Flybjerg's academic prowess as a professor of planning at Oxford University's said business school to create a book that is both engaging and illuminating. Ideal for project managers eager to sharpen their skills, budding entrepreneurs setting sail on a new business venture, or even avid fans of Elon Musk curious to discover the secret behind his groundbreaking successes, How Big Things Get Done is a rich exploration of the dynamics of large-scale project implementation. Ready to unravel the mysteries of successful project management? Join us in this episode as we dive deep into the lessons that How Big Things Get Done has to offer. How Big Things Get Done, the surprising factors behind every successful project, from home renovations to space exploration. Introduction, unraveling the mysteries of grand ventures. Have you ever grappled with a monumental project and found yourself bogged down by delays, budgetary hiccups, and unexpected hitches? Perhaps you're an industry veteran who has helmed major infrastructure ventures or you might simply be someone who's found themselves orchestrating a large-scale event. Regardless, you're no stranger to the sting of frustration when things take a detour from your meticulously planned route. Trust me, you're in good company. Everyone who has ever ventured to accomplish something colossal is all too familiar with the turbulence that often accompanies it. Yet, how is it that certain people manage to ace these mammoth undertakings while others fall short? This is the puzzle we'll be piecing together in our exploration of how big things get done. Within this narrative, we delve into the methodologies and tactics wielded by those who have navigated their way to the finish line of grand projects. Furthermore, by scrutinizing the pitfalls that have ensnared other projects, we'll equip you with the know-how to steer your own ventures toward success, laying bare the do's and the don'ts for your forthcoming endeavors. Part 1. The Formidable Rule of Large-Scale Endeavors Picture this. You embark on a grand project, brimming with optimism, only to find your aspirations crumble as it nosedives into failure. Maybe you attempted a home makeover and found yourself strapped for cash with an incomplete restroom. Or perhaps you witnessed a friend struggle with a project that initially appeared effortless, but gradually spiraled into a full-blown catastrophe. If these scenarios strike a chord, you're certainly not alone. A wealth of data from diverse disciplines and countries indicates that the lion's share of large-scale projects, government-sponsored or otherwise, frequently exceed their budget and completion timelines. This is where the formidable rule of large-scale ventures comes into play. 
According to this principle, massive complex tasks, like constructing a brand new airport or launching a high-speed rail system, almost invariably overshoot their budgets, schedules, or both. The author's study of 16,000 projects reveals a startling fact. Merely 8.5% hit both their cost and time targets. A sobering revelation indeed. The reason for this? Megaprojects revolve around intricate systems that are inherently challenging to predict and manage. Unexpected incidents, shifting requirements, and mismanagement can all precipitate delays and cost overruns. More so, these ventures often involve a host of stakeholders, each with their unique interests, a scenario ripe for disagreement and procrastination in decision-making. You may now be thinking, these dilemmas are reserved for government officials or corporate moguls, not me. But that's a misconception. Even modest projects like your bathroom renovation are prey to cost inflation and timeline extensions. Why so? Today, virtually all our undertakings are entrenched within complex systems. Be it energy generation and dissemination or the spread of viruses, we find ourselves entwined within these intricate webs, vulnerable to disruptions and postponements. Take, for instance, a duo who, upon purchasing a dilapidated residence, engage a contractor to estimate the complete renovation cost. They're quoted $260,000, yet find themselves $1.3 million poorer 18 months down the line with their project far from completion. This scale of cost overrun is typical of a fat-tailed distribution, a statistical term indicating that extraordinary events are more commonplace than we imagine. While giant corporations and governments have the means to procure additional funds or increase taxes to offset these overruns, most of us aren't that fortunate. An individual or small business stuck in the fat tail of the distribution could potentially face total wipeout. This underlines the crucial need for us to take these risks into account, irrespective of the project's scale. Part 2. Steering Clear of the Sunk Cost Trap Ever found yourself persisting with a project spiraling towards disaster, purely because you've sunk too much time, energy, or money into it already? If your answer is yes, you've likely fallen prey to the sunk cost trap or commitment fallacy. This cognitive bias compels us to keep pouring resources into a doomed project or decision, driven by the belief that our earlier investments mustn't go to waste. It's an all-too-common error plaguing policymakers and project managers who mistakenly believe their steadfast commitment can navigate them through any storm. Sadly, this mindset often paves the path to calamity. Let's illustrate this with the California High-Speed Rail Project. In 2008, voters green-lighted a $9 billion budget for a high-speed rail line between San Francisco and Los Angeles, scheduled for completion by 2020 with an estimated price tag of $33 billion. Flash forward to 2019, however, and the project was only 20% complete. The cost had skyrocketed to $80 billion, and the completion date was pushed back to 2033. What went awry? The policymakers succumbed to the commitment fallacy. They pledged their allegiance to the project without fully grasping the hurdles they would encounter. They overestimated public backing and underestimated the cost and complexity of establishing a high-speed rail line amidst California's diverse landscape. 
one of the most daunting obstacles was the procurement of the necessary land. Property owners mounted a fierce resistance against the project, causing substantial delays and inflating costs. Environment enthusiasts, too, aired their apprehensions about the rail line's potential fallout on endangered species and natural reserves. In spite of these challenges, policymakers doggedly advanced the project, espousing its necessity for the state's economic growth and environmental sustainability. They steadily dedicated more resources to the project, even as the price tag soared and delays piled up. What can we glean from this saga? Firstly, when launching a new project, maintain a realistic outlook about the potential roadblocks. Abandon the ill-advised strategy of pledging your commitment and hoping for the best. Instead, dedicate significant thought to the risks and obstacles associated with any project before allocating substantial resources to it. Secondly, it's vital to maintain transparency about your project's costs and risks. The California policymakers missed the mark on this account. They withheld the truth about the project's impending challenges and potential expenses. Had they been honest, they could have fostered public trust and support, even in the face of sizable hurdles. Lastly, maintain an adaptive stance throughout your project's duration. After all, even the most carefully crafted plans can derail. When such instances arise, you must be ready to tweak your plans and adapt to shifting circumstances. This approach will safeguard you from the sunk cost trap, helping you achieve your project goals in the most effective and efficient manner. Part 3. Tapping into the magic of right-to-left thinking. Ever found yourself faced with a colossal task and didn't know where to commence? Or perhaps you've had a grand ambition but grappled with charting the course to realize it? Approaching such daunting tasks can feel overwhelming. We're not discussing routine chores. We're delving into intimidating goals that demand resources and orchestration to fulfill. Fortunately, there's a reliable strategy to dismantle these mammoth challenges regardless of your project's size. It's known as right-to-left thinking or reverse engineering, a method that starts with the envisioned outcome and then charts the course backwards to ascertain the steps required. This stands in stark contrast to the standard left-to-right thinking, where you commence with your current status and attempt to maneuver your way forward. One splendid illustration of this technique is the Guggenheim Museum in Bilbao, Spain. The city was wrestling with economic woes, and the local administration aimed to stimulate revival. They identified that a first-class museum could draw in tourists and generate income, so they aimed for the stars by striving to bring the Guggenheim to Bilbao. Instead of initiating with the blueprint for the museum, the government trained their sites on their objective, sparking economic growth via tourism. From there, they traced their steps backwards to determine the actions necessary to meet this target. This included singling out the ideal location, forming an alliance with a renowned institution like the Guggenheim, and investing in infrastructure that could support a major cultural magnet. By keeping their eyes on the end goal, the city effectively reverse-engineered a plan that transformed an impossible dream into a vivid reality. The result was a staggering edifice that wasn't just a visual marvel but also a considerable boost to the local economy. 
the Guggenheim Bilbao raked in nearly a billion dollars in tourism revenue within three years. How can you harness this method for your personal journey? When you're poised to kick off a new project, first pinpoint the ultimate aim and then backtrack to identify the steps required. For instance, if you're raring to launch a business, resist the urge to plunge into the nitty-gritty of your product or service. Begin by picturing your business's success. It could be financial milestones, a dedicated customer base, or industry accolades. From that point, retrace your steps to outline the necessary actions to make your vision a reality. This might encompass market surveys, crafting a business plan, or assembling a team of skilled individuals. By adopting this strategy, you can ensure that every decision aligns with your end goal and sidestep the pitfalls of getting entangled in the minutiae. Part 4. Discover your building blocks. You're standing on the cusp of a major undertaking and you're riddled with questions about where to kick things off. Before you dive in, pose this question to yourself. What's your building block? This query is the secret weapon employed by the world's top project leaders when they embark on mammoth tasks. Every colossal project taps into the principle of modularity, which serves as the key to actualizing big things. The concept involves utilizing a modest component, such as a building block, and duplicating it repeatedly until you've constructed something immense. The essence of this method lies in deconstructing a vast task into smaller, manageable chunks and assembling them back together akin to a jigsaw puzzle. The allure of modularity is its potential for experimentation. You can place a single block, snap another onto it, and keep adding. If a configuration works, you stick with it. If it falters, you learn to fail fast, adjust your plan, and carry on. This iterative process allows you to learn from your mistakes, thereby honing your skills with each repetition. A simple illustration is the creation of wedding cakes. Even the most elaborate wedding cake consists primarily of ordinary flat cakes. Stack a few of them together, and you have a tier. Bake more, stack them, and you have another tier. Amass numerous tiers, and you have a towering masterpiece. However, even if your individual cakes are perfectly baked, your initial attempts at assembly could lead to more of a leaning tower of Pisa than a marvel worthy of a glossy magazine cover. That's where the art of repetition proves its worth. Expert bakers refine their skills over many attempts, absorbing small lessons along the way. A contemporary champion of modularity is none other than Elon Musk. When he resolved to construct Gigafactory 1, slated to be the largest factory in the world, he didn't aim to tackle the entire project in one fell swoop. He instead focused on crafting a small factory, ensuring its optimal functioning, and then erecting another identical one adjacent to it. This process was replicated until he had 21 building blocks, constituting the entire facility. This approach allowed Tesla to commence battery production and garner revenue within a year of the announcement, even as construction was ongoing for the rest of the factory. This concept underpins all of Musk's ventures, including SpaceX. The strategy seeks to ascend the learning curve rapidly, expedite delivery, and enhance performance by capitalizing on replication and modularity throughout planning and execution. So, what's your building block?
It could be anything from a snippet of code to a single product component that you can replicate over and over to create something monumental. The crux is to fragment your project into compact, manageable segments and focus on perfecting each one before moving on to the subsequent piece. By adopting this method, your project becomes more manageable and you afford yourself the opportunity to learn and improve with each iteration. You'll get better at failing fast, adjusting your plan, and eventually leading your project to resounding success. So let Elon Musk inspire you to embrace modular thinking. Identify your building block, replicate it, and construct your grand vision. Final summary. There exists an unyielding principle, often dubbed the iron law of megaprojects. According to this law, vast and intricate tasks invariably overshoot the budget or schedule, or sometimes both. This phenomenon isn't confined to large-scale projects. Even modest tasks like home renovations can spiral beyond the initial budget or timeline due to their inherent complexity. This leads us to the commitment fallacy, a propensity to persist with a failing project or decision because we have already invested significantly in it, often culminating in catastrophic outcomes. To evade this fallacy, adopt a realistic perspective about the potential hurdles and maintain transparency about costs and risks. Employing the concept of reverse engineering or right-to-left thinking can aid individuals and institutions in dissecting formidable challenges and fulfilling ambitious aspirations. Ultimately, the secret to executing grand plans lies in modularity. This involves dissecting a colossal task into compact, manageable parts and iterating a minor element repeatedly until it evolves into something monumental. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.